Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Space, <laughs> the final frontier. While shiny rockets from the likes of SpaceX, Blue Origin, and United Launch Alliance capture the attention and interest of millions, the sustainability of this beyond-Earth economy may just depend on the ability to move these satellites around. So, who are you going to call? Remember, tech mobility talks about all kinds of mobility. So, you don't know what I'm going to talk about except if it moves, and we talked about this. If it moves, or if it moves you, it is open for discussion. And right now, we're talking about something called an orbital transfer vehicle, or what they dub the semi-trucks of space, that are being designed to move space cargo between orbits or even transport it deeper into space. If you haven't heard it all, I think now you have. It seems that with all the attention of all the stuff we're putting out there, that sometimes it's not able to be moved around on its own and it's going to need a little help. So a whole slew of companies are developing these orbital transfer vehicles to move these uh, space cargo, be it satellites or heaven knows what else out there around uh, even changing their orbits and stuff. It's a little bit beyond me, but we've talked about space economy do you remember maybe three years ago, three and a half years ago, we talked about space hotels that we expect to be a thing by the end of the decade? Well, you're going to need something to move this stuff around. And these massive craft are designed to carry large amounts of cargo and deliver it into low Earth orbit. So with that happening, yeah, you're going to need what they call the semis of space. Transit is a crucial topic for a new lunar economy, according to scientists, entrepreneurs, and policymakers. And orbital transfer vehicles could ultimately open the door for other sectors of the emerging space economy on the moon and beyond, such as space tourism or extraterrestrial mining. Because, you know, it's not enough to mine the Earth. Now we need to go out there and mine some stuff, of course, right? Several large companies are working to develop orbital transfer vehicles. Blue Ring, a vehicle made by Blue Origin, that's uh, Jeff Bezos' company, will offer transportation, refueling, and more. And Northrop Grumman, who's a defense contractor, is building what it calls mission robotic vehicles, which offer services such as equipping satellites with propulsion pods to extend their use. And then there are startups getting involved. California-based Impulse Space in November launched its first transport vehicle, a, ca a craft called Mira, about the size of a washing machine in a low-Earth orbit on a SpaceX rocket. The company is planning more missions and developing another transport vehicle called Helios. Let me stop right here. All this extra traffic up there. Again, I have to think this way because it's the world we live in now. What kind of security, protection, or safety is being engineered into this? And who determines what goes where? If you've got all these orbital transfer vehicles up there, who's to say that a somebody who has nefarious designs on messing things up or purposely moving, kidnapping, or otherwise disabling important satellites like weather or GPS satellites. Don't get up there and start messing with stuff. 
Or let's just even keep it simple. How do you know you're moving the right stuff around? Maybe you move the wrong stuff around by accident and you cause an issue. We are so dependent on our satellites for GPS, for weather tracking, and a whole host of other things normally in our normal everyday lives, and governments tracking everything else, stuff we know about, and unfortunately stuff we don't know about. I just get concerned with the rush to build these vehicles. One, who is going to not legislate, but moderate, control, or otherwise curate what's going up there? In addition to everything else they're building up there, now you're adding these vehicles up there. That's a lot of stuff moving around. Who's got the last say at how many and what density and how safe are they and what happens if they get disabled? How are you going to keep somebody from nefariously designing something in one of these vehicles that can disarm, harm, or otherwise uh, hack stuff that's up there now? Because the more stuff you put in, the easier it is to hide the bad stuff. They don't think about this. Or if they're thinking about it, they ain't sharing. I don't know. I understand that part of the allure of these is to redesign the satellites they are putting up there so you don't need as much payload or you can maximize payload because you don't need as much fuel to get them in a low space orbit. Use one of these vehicles to move them into a higher orbit or move them around. Again, I have concerns because you're putting a lot more things up there and out there, but I don't know because they said, number one, space is not something that is governed by any given special government. So with all this stuff out there, is it going to take a UN uh, resolution to get a handle on it? Uh, Will it take a multi-nation group of folks to keep an eye on everything that's going up there? Because if anything, from the sounds of this, particularly if you add space tourism to the mix, you're talking about a whole lot more stuff on top of the stuff they've been putting out there for the last 60 years. At some point, there's going to be a problem. And I'm not sure how that's going to be handled. Because again, lots more companies putting stuff out there. And I'm not okay with it. Because it's just so much going on. Texas-based Firefly Aerospace is developing a space transport and service craft it calls Elytra and plans to launch the vehicle on one of its rockets for the first time in 2024. Representatives of the company said the craft could shift around vehicles in low Earth orbit where numerous companies are building up large fleets of satellites. Who is monitoring what they're putting in these satellites and what these satellites are looking at? Just asking. I just, I'm just not comfortable. I'm really just not comfortable with everything that they're putting up there and more. Here's something. We should view the rocket as like a cargo ship regularly coming to port, and then we should have a semi-truck that lives in space and takes the cargo everywhere else, said Robert Carlyle, co-founder of startup Argo Space. The company is working on a space transport vehicle that it hopes will one day source water for its propellant from the dusty material that covers the moon. We talked about how much water is actually up there in the moon. It's quite a bit. Such ships would work hand in glove with big rockets that are being developed, including SpaceX Starship, New Glenn from Blue Origin, and United Launch Alliance's Vulcan Centaur, which blasted off for the first time earlier this month. 
Those rockets, along with others, are designed to be capable of hoisting large amounts of mass into low Earth orbit. Spacecraft for satellites deployed during launches can then get a lift from the space transport crafts to the final destinations. We haven't even talked about how you build for this stuff. <laughs> Questions. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me again right here next time. You have been listening to Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. For those of you that listen to podcasts, we have just the one for you. Hi, I'm Ken Chester. Tech Mobility Topics is a podcast where I upload topic-specific videos each week. Shorter than a full show, these bite-sized programs are just a thing, particularly if you're interested in a particular topic covered on the weekly radio show. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many podcast platforms in between, we got you covered. Just enter Tech Mobility Topics in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts. Social media. It's the place to be who are no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. Several times a week, I post to TikTok several of the topics that I cover on my weekly radio show. It's another way to keep up on mobility technology news and information. I've built quite a library of short videos for your viewing pleasure, so be sure to watch, like, and subscribe. That's the Tech Mobility Show on TikTok. Check it out. To learn more about the Tech Mobility Show, start by visiting our website. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. The website is a treasure trove of information about me and the show, as well as where to find it on the radio across the country. Keep up with the happenings at the Tech Mobility Show by visiting techmobility.show. That's techmobility.show. You can also drop us a line at talk at techmobility.show. Do you listen to podcasts? Seems that most people do. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. If you missed any of our weekly episodes on the radio, our podcast is a great way to listen. You can find the Tech Mobility Podcast just about anywhere you can enjoy podcasts. Be sure to follow us. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many platforms in between, we are there. Just enter the Tech Mobility Podcast in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts.